Good morning, goddess. How are you today? So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the frequently asked questions I get about the Figgy Beauty skincare line and also about Figgy. If you're interested in all of these frequently asked questions like are the products cruelty free? Are they free of artificial colorants? Then please stay tuned. Welcome goddess to your sacred space. This is my Figgy Life podcast, where we openly discuss life's wins and losses on our journeys to self-discovery. This is your best life. This is your Figgy Life. And now, here is your host, Jean. So welcome back. I've been, and I love it. I, I love it so much. I've been getting so many beautiful comments from you all asking me things, a, a lot of things about the Figgy Beauty skincare, the Sensi Soul line that is ex exactly and specifically for dry and sensitive skin. And I thought that I get some of these questions so much. So it would be so cool if I just did like a little podcast to address all of these so that we're all on the same page and that you can feel comfortable with whatever you want to ask me. If you have more questions like these, then please make sure to send me a comment or an email from the figgylife.com website. And I would be so happy to do another podcast or blog post or Instagram reel on that. So let's jump in, shall we? The first question I probably get the most is, are the Figgy skincare products cruelty-free? The answer is yes, absolutely, they are cruelty-free. Not only is the entire product legally shown to be cruelty-free, every single ingredient in every product has paperwork to prove that that specific ingredient is also cruelty-free. So... Yeah, you can be rest assured, goddess, it is cruelty-free. So why does it not appear on the packaging? Figgy Beauty is licensed and registered and also selling in the European Union. And that means that we need to follow the European Union cosmetic regulations. They have recently made a change in their regulations regarding cruelty-free because in the European Union, it's not an option to have your products cruelty-free. It's a must. You have to prove your products are cruelty-free before you can be legally able to sell them on the European Union market. And with all of this kind of deceptive marketing happening in the beauty industry these days, the EU cosmetic regulator said, okay, hold up, let's just make the playing field fair again, because in the EU, at least, all beauty products and cosmetic products must be cruelty-free. So it just doesn't seem fair to create the idea amongst consumers that one product is cruelty-free while the other is not. So one product would, for example, have the cruelty-free stamp on it and another EU product not. And then it just kind of creates the idea with you uh, goddesses that, oh, this product is cruelty-free while this one isn't. And that's not the truth. Because legally, before you're able to register this product to sell it, it must be proven to be cruelty-free. So just to get rid of that kind of deceptive line of marketing, it's no longer legal or allowed to advertise that your product is cruelty-free in the EU because all products registered to sell and legalized to sell in the EU is cruelty-free. The Figgy Beauty skincare line is here. 
the best skincare routine for your dry and sensitive skin. Figgy Sensi Soul Regimen gives you back the power to indulge in skincare luxury without upsetting your skin's delicate balance. Finally, someone created a luxury skincare experience for goddesses with dry and sensitive skin. On sale in the U.S. now. Shop at figgy.eu. Next question. Why do I think it's important and why do I keep saying that Figgy Beauty Skincare is essential oil-free? All the products in the Figgy Skincare line are fragrance-free. I'm not fear-mongering fragrance at all. Please, if you don't have sensitive skin and you don't have an issue with fragrance, I always say I beg you to smell like a bouquet for the rest of us who are not able to. Unfortunately, as beautiful as fragrance can be for the senses, it is a known irritant for sensitive skin. And it does cause a lot of issues for sensitive skin. For my sensitive skin, it's... It's a huge no. I mean, if a product tells me that it's fragrance-free and I put it on my face for the first time, I can immediately tell if there is some kind of parfum in there or not because it's instant for me. My face immediately starts tingling, like uncomfortably tingling or burning. So if it's then fragrance-free, why is it so important that it needs to be essential oil-free? The Figgy Beauty line is specifically for dry and sensitive skin. And unfortunately, a lot of us with sensitive skin have reactions to essential oils. And many times when products are fragrance-free, essential oils will be used to mask smells or create some kind of sensory element, smell sensory element to the product. For me, for example, I know I've had unbelievably bad reactions to lavender, tea tree oil, and any essential oil with a citrus kind of undertone to it. Now... Again, fear-mongering? No. Are essential oils bad for you? Absolutely not. There are so many studies that prove from various essential oils that have really amazing benefits to you. It's just, again, unfortunately, if you have sensitive skin, you do tend to react to these. And if you really do have sensitive skin and sensitive skin-related kind of issues like eczema and rosacea and so on, it's important for you to know what's in your product and it's important for you to know whether it is or is not free of essential oils. Next question, why do I talk so much about fruit and exotic plant extracts? Are they bad for you? No, they're not. Again, they have absolutely wonderfully beautiful benefits. Many of them have scientific proof attached to it. But <laughs> again, if you have sensitive skin, you need to be really careful. Why? Fruit extracts many times naturally contain acids, alpha-hydroxy acids, AHAs. You probably have read about these or heard about them. Those are the super popular chemical exfoliants that are now on the over-exfoliation nation <laughs> market. I would say to be careful of acids no matter what skin type you have, just because people just tend to over-exfoliate. When you have sensitive skin though, it's really, and dry skin, it's really not that important for you to exfoliate because your skin is flaking off by itself because of the dryness. You exfoliate every single day when you wash your face, when you rub your face, when you use a washcloth. All of these things are exfoliating actions. So yeah, you don't really just 
you don't need to exfoliate. And then if you're adding things to your products with alpha hydroxy acids in them that you don't necessarily know which one they are, which ones they are. Is it glycolic acid? Is it mandelic acid? Is it salicylic acid? All of these which naturally occur in many fruit extracts, it can be something to steer clear of when you have sensitive skin. And that's why I say it. But again, if you don't have sensitive skin and you use products with these fruit extracts in them and you have good results with them, then why fear monger, you know? It's really just because I am specifically speaking to dry and sensitive skin. The same with exotic plant extracts. They often naturally contain essential oils. And that goes back to the explanation I, I gave you about the essential oils. Why... Do I talk so much about rooibos? Why is it in all of our products? And what is it? So I did an entire deep dive podcast episode with the absolute expert in, in scientific research based on rooibos, Dr. Mariska Lilly, which you can find here on the My Figgy Life podcast. There's also a plethora of information about what rooibos is, how it works, what are the scientific benefits on the blog posts on figgylife.com. And I talk about it a lot on my reels on Instagram at gene underscore figgylife. So I'm not going to kind of, for those of you who have listened to to those or watched the reels, I'm not going to re you know, reiterate and, and retell the story, please go check those out. But I can say that it is completely unique beauty. It grows in a very small region of South Africa. I am natively South African, so I have great respect for it and the culture and the people that grow it and how it's grown and how it's made and sourced. And it's been a big part of my life, like every other South African since the day I was born. Because your first interaction with rebos tias as a South African is, is when you're a baby and it's in your bottle. So yeah, you really literally grow up with it. What makes it so unique is that it has a completely unique polyphenol structure that you cannot find in any other plant or species in the world. And what backs that up is the enormity of scientifically based, clinically proven research over years and decades that have been done on the beautiful properties of rooibos, not only as a brew that you drink that can be cancer preventative or helps prevent cancer, proven, that is proven, a scientific proven fact and using it as a topical application in your skincare so that's the rooibos thing and it's in all of our products because our products are based on dry and sensitive skin and one of the biggest benefits of rooibos in skincare is its anti-inflammatory properties so it calms and it soothes and that's something that you need in buckets and spades if you have sensitive skin you're listening to the my figgy life podcast are the Figgy Beauty products vegan? Yep, yes, 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 they are. All of them are beautifully vegan. That's a short answer. That was like, okay, cool. Are the Figgy Beauty products free of artificial colorants? Yes. A lot of people get confused with this because when they experience the product for the first time, you will see it has like a, a slight apricot kind of hue to it, a slight kind of peachy color. And I think that makes people think that there are colorants in the products, but that color you see 
is the rooibos. <laughs> That's the color of the rooibos. And literally in English, it translates to red bush tea. So that's just literally the purity of uh, the rooibos that you see in the product and it's not a colorant. Okay, so the biggest question is why does the figgy day cream not contain an SPF? I am an unbelievable big proponent of SPF. Protect, 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 protect. I am also of the belief that the skincare products we use in our range need to do what they do best and need to be formulated in such a way that they shine in what they need to shine in. That means sunscreen needs to be formulated in a way that not only scientifically is proven to protect you from UVA and UVB, but also in such a type of formulation or consistency that you not only want to wear it, but you want to reapply it. Moisturizers, on the other hand, I believe should be formulated to hydrate, to moisturize and to boost elements of other products like your sunscreen. So that's the first part. Secondly is most day creams that you find will not have an SPF protection of 50 or more. And honestly, if you're not putting 50 SPF or plus on your face and your body during the day, you're not doing it right. It's not enough. You have to have 50 SPF. And the reason for that is because we don't reapply and many, most of us don't apply it correctly the first time we apply. So there are always these spots and areas on our skin that is not protected from the UVA, UVB rays even though we do wear a sunscreen. And that's why we need to go towards the higher spectrum of the sunscreens and why we need to use other products like our moisturizers to help our sunscreens along. That's why the Figgy Day Cream is antioxidant enriched because antioxidants are very powerful at helping and boosting the efficacy of your sunscreen. Those little spots where you miss the sunscreen, those antioxidants can be the heroes you need to trap those free radicals in the form of UVA and UVB, disintegrate them so that they are not harmful for your skin. Please do not think in any way that an antioxidant is a replacement to a sunscreen or an SPF because it absolutely is not. But that's why we don't have SPF in the Figgy Day Cream. First of all, your SPF needs to do what your SPF does best and needs to formulate it, be formulated like that. Moisturizer needs to do what your moisturizer do be does best. And it doesn't help to put an SPF in your moisturizer that's below 50 because it just simply is not enough. Now, the next thing comes to a more like the nitty gritty technical chemically chemical part of it. And that's the formulation. It's really important for us to use products, no matter what the product is, that we like using. Because if we don't like using it, we're not going to use it and it's not going to feel comfortable on our skin. Most of the filters that we use in sunscreens causes the product to be unbelievably sticky and oily. That's why a lot of sunscreens are so oily and sticky. It's the filters that you have to use that create the protection against the UVA and UVB rays. So trying to formulate this beautiful day cream that boosts a sunscreen, that feels comfortable on your face, that isn't overly oily but is hydrating and moisturizing to dry skin and combine that with the chemical filters 
at a degree of 50 plus and still be what you wanted to be in this beautiful formulation is just an entirely different ballgame. And that brings me back to reason number one. A moisturizer needs to shine as a moisturizer, including the formulation, and a sunscreen needs to shine as a sunscreen, including the formulation. And we make this very, very clear, you know, on the Figgy Day Cream, on the instructions, we very clearly say, apply in the mornings, follow it up with your sunscreen. Why did I go from human rights to skincare? Like, how did I equate those two with each other? And... I've spoken about this so many times and I think that you can find the answer you seek in the first episode of this podcast, like an introduction to my figgy life and how I got here and where I came from. But what I can say is the skincare really is connected in every way to my mental health journey and my panic disorder diagnosis because it's just such a really big symptom of your anxiety disorder to have sensitive skin and to really really struggle with that so this was part and parcel of my journey towards better understanding and accepting my diagnosis and having the tools that I need in my daily toolkit to manage the symptoms that come with it are there more figgy beauty products in the works (laughs) oh gosh This is such a difficult one because I don't want to give away any surprises. But yes, there are very exciting, beautiful products in the works. But there are also very exciting, beautiful registrations and licensing in the works that I think my sensitive skincare community will absolutely love. And yeah, I'm going to kind of leave you hanging on that one. But yeah, rest assured, there are some really beautiful babies already in the works. So thank you for listening to this episode of the My Figgy Life podcast and the frequently asked questions about the Figgy Beauty skincare line and some questions about me. But if you have any more questions, like I said, be sure to post them on Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram or you can post them in the comment section on figgylife.com or you can email me from figgylife.com so remember everyone deserves to celebrate the goddess within thank you for listening to the my figgy life podcast please consider subscribing to be notified of new episodes